Welcome to Abundant Living and Gardening Podcast. I'm your host, Aja Yassir, and you can find me at ajayassir.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, you know that because you're listening to this podcast. I have to take a breather, y'all, because listen, I said, okay, I am furious right now, very furious. And I was like, where do I go to let this out? And I said, okay, I need to talk to my people. I haven't talked to y'all in a while on the podcast. So I appreciate you listening in. And the reason I am furious right now, furious, I don't know if that's even the answer. I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. I'm saddened. I'm all of those feelings. But today I just received an email stating that the monarch butterfly has been listed as endangered. So that means that it is one step closer to being extinct. And I want y'all to sit with that one step closer to being extinct. Now I have spoken to quite a few regenerative farmers, regenerative gardeners, people who are focused on rebuilding habitat. And we've all noticed that the population of pollinators are going down. There, it's, it's going down. It's going down. We can see that even though we keep planting all of this biodiversity, we see the population going down. Now, I'm seeing a kind of a tick up in some of them, but definitely down. Leaf cutter bees, I don't know where they went. I haven't seen them in about two years. I haven't seen any evidence of them in about two years. And so today, I'm looking at this email And it states that monarch butterflies, this is just a few minutes ago, I looked at it. Monarch butterflies are now listed as endangered. And yo, this is not an issue for just an issue for bear, quote unquote, Monsanto, or these large corporations, these large farmers. This is also an issue that is very dear and very not dear, but this is something that is on the shoulders of homeowners, of renters, people who live in regular urban or even rural, suburban, whatever areas. Get rid of your freaking grass. Like, unless you have an animal rolling around on it and an animal doesn't need like a large patch of grass, a little dog does not need a large patch of grass. You may have grass for your children or whatever, but many of us are not utilizing grass for those reasons. We have grass because it's aesthetically pleasing to many of us. However, at the same time that we're having grass, at the same time we're putting all of these chemicals on the grass to keep it green because it's unnatural in our environment. And as the earth is heating up, we're seeing some different changes in our climate. I know you've noticed that it's been really warm. This is the summer of 2022 and it's been really warm and people are letting their water just run all day and all night because of the grass. They need to keep the grass green. They need to pay for these chemical companies to come out and make the grass green. And at the same time, we're losing our pollinators. We're losing our pollinators. So what does that even mean? Because we can say, oh, well, these are for the tree huggers. And probably, I'm probably preaching to the choir because many of you who listen to this podcast are probably tree huggers like me. Oh, they're just tree huggers. What do they know? Or they're this hippy bippy, whatever stuff. But listen, 
If we lose our pollinators, we lose human life, period. Because our pollinators are used to pollinate our fruits. We need these pollinators around. I mean, it's just a whole ecosystem. They're a huge part of our ecosystem. I can get into various reasons why, but I'm just saying, look, right now, it is time to put your boots on the ground and do something, at our home, we are in a residential area and we are certified wildlife habitat and also a monarch way station. It does not take much to make this happen. It takes dedication and some work. And, but it doesn't take that much work because you are building habitat for wildlife. And so I let certain areas in our yard, let me be serious. Most of our areas in our yard go wild, if not all. Um, and I grow food in between that. And so to be a monarch waste station, of course, you have to have various um, varieties of um, of butterfly. We I'm sorry. I, I'm my head is just not I, I'm, I'm kind of gone, y'all. But y'all know what I'm talking about. You need um, various varieties. Is it butterfly weed? I'm just I'm kind of out of it because I'm really upset here. So I apologize. You need various um various varieties of it. You need flowers, you need colorful flowers, all these things that would be so much more beautiful than a lawn anyway, anyway. And it doesn't take everybody, everybody on your block does not have to have a certified wildlife habitat or monarch waste station. Everybody does not have to, although everybody should, in my humble opinion, should be growing flowers, should be growing our indigenous plants to bring in that wildlife. But everybody doesn't have to do it. But if half of people, half of the people in your neighborhood do it, look, then we've made a change. We've made a change. It is up to us, y'all. This is really upsetting news, really upsetting, but it doesn't do anything but validate what I've already noticed with my own eyes that this is happening right now as we speak. And I know there are people who are like, look, Aja, I'm just trying to survive. I'm trying to make ends meet every day. I'm trying to go to work every day. And now you're talking about I need to be planting plants for wildlife. Um, yes, I am. You need to be planting um, plants for wildlife as you leave your house to go to work. Throw some seeds out. Just throw some seeds out. <laughs> Plant some plants. Throw some seeds out. Find a nursery that does not use neonicotine to... Um, treat their plants, all these pesticides. You can go to a big box store and you might think you're doing something by buying all these flowers, but they are already treated with pesticides. And I can tell because when I go to a big box store and I don't see any bees flying around the plants or I don't see any bugs at all flying around the plants, something is wrong here. Why don't I see any butterflies? Why don't I see any bees if you're not using any pesticides? I don't, I don't, I'm just really upset tonight, y'all, like really upset. And I know this is in our hands and I'm going to get off because I'm going to start rambling and I've only been talking for a few minutes, but this whole thing is really upsetting. There are different things that you can do and I'm going to give you the information on how to become a Monarch way station as well as a certified wildlife habitat. First of all, all you have to do is go to the Wildlife Federation and you can 
choose, I mean, go through that information and figure out how you can um, become a certified wildlife habitat. And you can do this in an urban area, residential area, suburban area, any of those places. Um, and I, from what I've heard, you actually get tax breaks if you are in a larger area. So if you're in a larger area, go ahead and see if you can get some kind of tax breaks to be a certified wildlife habitat. Also, to become a Monarch Way Station, you can go to monarchwatch.org and they have all the information that you need there and you even get a cute little sign. And no, the, the Wildlife Federation as well as the monarchwatch.org, they're not paying me a dime. They're not paying me a dime, but I have gone through them and I know that they give great information on what needs to be done to get these pollinators fed. It's up to us. It's up to us. We can't just march and protest against large corporations when we have the power. We have the power. The largest crop in the United States is grass. That is insane. When you have people starving, when you have pollinators starving, when we're losing our monarch um, butterflies, and yet the, the biggest crop is grass, just to, just to impress our neighbor, because we have green grass, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed at all. And I, I know nobody's doing anything to impress me per se, but I'm definitely not impressed with your green grass and you having water on all day and all night at all. Anyway, I just wanted to hop on and talk to you and get this out, y'all, um, because it's only so long you can just be angry. It's, we really just have to do something. The great thing about living in Gary, Indiana, um, you know, Gary has a bad rep. However, we've lost a lot of the population here. A lot of the people have moved to other areas. And what I've noticed is that as people move, wildlife grows. So as people move, we have lots of medicine, lots of indigenous plants, some not indigenous plants, but still useful to the habitat and some not so useful. But I'm saying that things are growing as people leave. I mean, you you ride down the street here and if you look around, you'll see medicine and food everywhere, everywhere. So what does that tell me that tells me that if people just stepped back for a minute and just observed and let the earth do what it does, then we can get out of this mess because the earth is naturally regenerative. It does not necessarily need us to go out there and regenerate anything. It is naturally regenerative if we step back and let it regenerate. And we can also help it because we are a part of this planet. We are an important part of this planet and we can get out there and help and plant and do all of these things. So I'm going to go and I hope to talk to you all soon and let's get busy y'all because this makes no sense. Thank you so much for listening to me and I will talk to you later.